it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast hi um hello um hello hello. welcome back to um hello our jersey shore recap podcast is pumping my way into season one episode two we're your hosts cookie and g wow let's just dive into it episode uh, two the tanned triangle oh thank you for getting the episode names i didn't even the think drama i tanned- am invested cookie wait is it really the tan triangle it's really <laughs> the tanned triangle that's so funny so we start off with a cliffhanger from last episode of snooki Packing up. Maybe she might leave. The girls are trying to convince her to stay. But Did anyone think she was going to leave? Raise I... your hand if you were scared. <laughs> Me too. I was really scared. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Audience, clap if you were scared. Obviously, Snooki wasn't going anywhere. I don't know. Watching back in the day, I might have thought she was going to leave. Like, if you come from watching the real world, people do that all the time. People are like, this is too much, and they dip out. So if you've never seen it before... I, she might actually leave. Maybe, but Sammy gets a chance to show her sweetheart side. And, and they have the funniest conversation. This is such the epitome of how these people act with each other. It is so funny. Can I play a little clip? Please do. The next day when I was like, don't get your girl a breath on me because I was so like ill about the first night. But that's just me. Like I get like that. Like I don't like girls. I got like problems like that. I, throughout the day, like, saw a whole nother person, you know, made me change and realize. Not the music. the music. I just think that is so funny because she's like, yeah, I just thought you were trashy and I don't like girls like that. But, like, the next day, I just saw a different side of you. Also, like, <laughs> the fact that she was shaming her so much for the throw-up breath and Snooki's like, I brushed my teeth. What? And there's more than what I just showed. <laughs> Sam, Sam goes on for a full, like, minute and a half. Of, like, she was going on and on. And poor Nicole sitting there like, Nicole says she loves being a princess and right now she isn't being the center of attention <laughs> and that's a lot of what she why she wants to leave also so it's simultaneously she thinks everyone hates her and she's like the attention's not on me so fuck this right and and when they were going out without her and leaving her alone it's like oh am I gonna fade into the background so I think the tv aspect was part of it for sure I mean when you cast tv you're casting people who are outgoing. You are obviously going to have a room full of alphas. And to be an alpha in a room full of alphas is not always easy. And I think eventually Snooki gets there, but it was a rough go for her for, for a start, which I, I was surprised considering how much she really is like the backbone of the show. And I have to say the way she revealed she was staying, it makes me almost wonder. And I love Snooki. I trust her. I trust her. But it makes me wonder, do you think the whole packing up and threatening to leave was just for <laughs> just for attention, just to have the plot shift to her for a second? Do you think or do you think she I was mean, really planning listen, on leaving? We've all done that, right? Like where you're oh, like, I'm going to make sure. a scene. Well, I, it's I, toxic behavior. Don't do that, people. It's something I fall into sometimes, especially when I'm like drinking or I'm in that environment. Like I've been at parties and <laughs> people not pay attention to me or like I make a joke and not enough people laugh and I'm like well obviously I'm just like an outcast so maybe I'll just leave well fuck my drag (laughs) and it's usually around alcohol which was kind of also the backbone of this show so Sam does convince her to stay whether she was really going to leave or not and the Um, first drama of the season kind of gets wrapped up but don't worry there's tons more and and setting up for a little more drama in episode one at the end Mm -hmm. uh 
Mike and Sam had a little bit of tension because Mike mm-hmm. brought some randoms off the street and was making out with them. Um, but it seems like they sort of made up because they kind of have a flirtatious yes. energy in the kitchen in the morning. They're actually flat out asking, like, is there attraction there? Yes, there is. And so, listen, at first, Mike was in the wrong, you know. But at this point in time, Sammy admits she has feelings for Mike. And so... That's something to consider that they, they're the first two to kind of couple off. And I mean, Mike brought other people in that caused some tension, but Sammy kind of takes things to a new level, creating this love triangle that we'll get into. Why don't we talk about that a little bit more after a break? We'll be right back. Bye. Can't get enough of um, hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um, hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um, hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at um, hello pod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Welcome back. We're back and we're going to get into the big theme of this episode, which is the t-shirt shop. It's the first time we get to see them actually work, get their hands dirty. I want to know who sold this to Danny. Like, pretend you're Danny for a minute and I want to see what your reaction is. I'm a producer and I say, hey, man, cool t-shirt shop. So I'm from MTV and we're filming this show and there's going to be like eight people and they're going to live in your apartment in the back here and they're going to work for you and your t-shirt shop is going to be on TV. What do you think? What are you expecting? Get the fuck out of my store. I'm running a business. (laughs) That's what I would. I mean, if somebody pitched that to me, especially a show that was brand new and there was no way of knowing if it was going to be successful, I would be like, no, I'm running a business. I want to sell t-shirts. I'm not going to have some people filming a, a TV show in my business when I'm trying to sell shit. Okay, so if my producer had on, I hear you, man. I hear that you're a businessman. This show is going to be all over the nation, and we are going to have your t-shirt shop broadcasted on national TV. Everybody's going to know your name. Everybody's going to want to print from your shop, and you're going to be a millionaire, man. All right, but they've got to really work. Otherwise, they got to go. I got you. You can. Yeah. Hey, they're going to work their asses off. I promise. I promise. I'm a producer. Would I lie? I bet that is about how it went. Them being like, you're going to be a millionaire. This is going to take off. It's free marketing. It is. And, and I think they only filmed for like like three or four weeks in the first season. It was pretty quick. So It was definitely less than a month or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I could see Danny taking that uh, opportunity. All right. So explain to me like the t-shirt shop. So the, well, so the first shift is Polly and Angelina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they just go and they're just cashiers and salespeople. It's a real right. job. It's a print shop so like people if you don't know like the boardwalk scene it's it is kind of like a of the time a pop culture thing where a lot of like what would now be like a trending hashtag at that time was something that was on a t-shirt like things that would be like i heart whatever free hugs there was like always like so-and-so's girl and so situation really capitalizes Mm. on the moment to brand himself through these t-shirt prints which is brilliant and you do see the kind of gears turning like immediately this is my brand this is my persona i'm gonna put this on t-shirts i'm gonna sell this shit out of this who do you think like worked the hardest was it situation because of this marketing thing i would say the person who did the most t-shirt shop work is polly 
You think so? Mike did the best work for the show, but I, I, well. Do you go to the boardwalks on at, in California? Like this very different energy. There's like piers, but not. Is no. there, there's no t-shirt shops like this? Mm, you might be able to find a similar kind of vibe, but it's not exactly the same. I, I, I can't think of a t-shirt shop in Los Angeles, but I might be wrong. Maybe at the time. And there is, there's a universal appeal, which is why the show was so popular. It's just very, very unique and particular culture that it's, it is it, especially interesting to not live in it and to get a peek into it. And the show is really good at making you feel like you were there with them. So you almost felt like you were experiencing the culture just watching it. I think a lot of that too is because they tried to pull, I mean, big personalities, but like everyday typical. I mean, it was like a classic reality star at that time. They wanted mm. relatable, which do is why have, they have them working a job here at a t-shirt shop. <laughs> do you have any, do you, have you, have you patronized uh, t-shirt shops? I have bought Jersey, Sh- like at the Jersey Shore on the boardwalk. I have absolutely bought printed t-shirts by one friend and I, I'll have to try and dig up this picture. We can like put it on our social media. Can I just say though, that I almost had an opportunity to go to the shore store while they were filming <gasps> and I didn't get to, and I am, details. It's, it's been many years and I'm still like, I still wake up in the middle of the night. like. <sighs> so I went with my family on like a, a family trip to New York. All of the girls in my family were obsessed with the show too. Like my mom loved it. My Perfect. aunt loved it. So we had all talked about like, let's go. It's like a, an hour and a half train ride. Let's go to Seaside. <laughs> and we looked it up. They were literally in the middle of filming season five. <gasps> we were like, they're probably working. If not, we might be able to see them or like we could go. And my uncle threw a tantrum because uh-huh. he didn't like the show and he didn't want to waste a whole day doing that. So we did what he wanted to do instead. What a little bitch. So we, I love him. I love my uncle. We're close. No offense to your uncle, but that he didn't understand. No, we're close. We're close. I love him. I see him all the time, but he, he sucked shit in that moment. In that moment, he ruined he was it. Like, guess what he's we did not, that day? He's not wrong, but well, what, what did you did do? In, what'd you do instead? We took oh, a goddamn God. two hour train to Coney Island. No. To see, to see the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I'm so glad you have that experience. I saw the goddamn Nathan's hot dog eating contest instead of going to the shore store during the production of the Jersey Shore. What the fuck? I'm still mad. Well, that's first of all rude, but I also, I feel like that's kind of when you say they really did work these shifts and everything at the store, I feel like at some point it stopped being like shifts and started being more like appearances, right? Almost like you get like, you know, the celebrities get like booked to make club appearances. It's like, I got to make an appearance at the t-shirt shop. They were there for hours at a day, though, because from what I could see online, there were opportunities to go in and meet them. So I don't know how much they worked, but they they did spend a they lot were of hustling. time. It's been a lot of time at the store. But I think you're right. It might have just been them just kind of hanging around and actual salespeople selling shit. Yeah, as I'm sure what would it changed from retail work to like a guest appearance work. And this is probably where Danny became a multimillionaire because there'd be this line around the boardwalk of hundreds of people and you'd have to sign a waiver to go in but yeah and you'd have to buy something to go in yeah so I cannot imagine how much money he made and Paulie I think this is when when he's at the shop this is when he first mentions that he's a DJ so he I think his gears are turning you see situations turning he's selling stuff and then there's people who don't have that same mindset like Angelina and Snooki (laughs) Angelina I would say Angelina is the most on the cast 
not playing the game. No, and she mentions that she's a bartender and she actually says, I think this job is beneath me. Oh, funny, you should say that. I feel like this job is beneath me. I'm a bartender. I do like, you know, great things. I'm a bartender. I do good things. This is beneath me. <laughs> Did you catch Danny calling her Jolie? Because that was no. cute. He was As he kept Angelina being Jolie. Yeah, because her name's Angelina. And he kept being like, Jolie, Jolie, what are you doing? Jolie. And I was at first I was like, who's he talking to? And then I like my brain clicked and I was like, that's cute. That was like a little little nickname he gave her. I thought that was cute. It might have stuck if she would have stuck around. Uh. Oh, and then another funny moment with Angelina is that she's visually irritated. She has no interest in being there. She's not selling t-shirts. And then she's on the confessional, like. Why is Polly getting all the praise? What about me? Girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely pressed. I know people like that when I used to work retail that would stand around gossiping, looking at their phone. And then you'd get like a promotion. They'd be like, what about me? Like, girl. I worked so hard. I worked the same amount of hours as Polly. And then she's like literally sleeping in the corner. <laughs> to be fair though like mike kind of does that but then also sells a bunch of stuff i don't know he's hard to read kind of at this point for sure so the next shift is mike and sammy which is brilliant on the producer's part getting them alone together yeah i wonder if that was already in the works or if, if they're behind the scenes like manipulating the schedule the rest of the cast decide to go out without them and what's so funny is that they go and tell them hey i know you're working but we're gonna go out well <laughs> to be fair like at first, I kind of thought like, yeah, like, why are they making that such a big deal? And then I thought about it. And like the first night that they were all there, they were partying, they were drinking, but it was kind of in the house. So this was technically their first night out together. Before we like get into the club stuff, can we just talk a little about like the fashion? I want your opinion on, I'm just going to name a couple fashion things and I want your opinion on them. Okay. Sunglasses at night. Iconic. <laughs> Elusive. Elusive. I hate it. I think it's stupid. It is stupid and kind of tacky and very like, look at me. Don't look at me, but look at me. Okay. The next one, the poof. Oh, come on. Legendary. But do you think it looks good? No. But that is what <laughs> it's it doesn't look good now and it didn't look good then. But that is why it's so iconic because it's trashy. And at one point, Angelina is like, no poof. And so he's like, I have to. <laughs> In that first season. Yeah. The with those like cheetah print dresses and the little flip floppy kind of sandals she would wear and the poof and she's like four foot tall not in a mean way but she was almost a cartoon she was branding herself and she didn't even know she was branding herself right. but i completely agree with you completely she was like a mascot for the show on accident and she was she did not walk in like this is my brand this is my that's the difference mm -hmm. between then reality shows and now reality shows absolutely is that now they would have all gone in with a tagline and a t-shirt to sell but she just was dressing like how she dressed yes Duh. oh my gosh okay so to kind of bring it back a little bit i would be mad if i were mike and sam if the rest of the cast was like i know it's the first night and we're going out um but you're just gonna have to wait to have to work sorry bye i get it and i don't night. get it did they miss much it was a weird going out night um we'll talk about it after the break let's get let's take a break we'll get into it all Oh, gee, wow. I am very excited about today's sponsor. Oh, why would that be? Because today's sponsor is me. <gasps> My TikTok account, to be specific, because I, I do have a TikTok, not, mm -hmm. not to brag. 
but I am a micro influencer. A it's, successful TikToker. It's really not a big deal. It's not. I do these videos that I call duet challenges, but what they really are is guided karaoke. Um, I'll, I'll sing a line of a song and then I leave the line for you and then we'll harmonize and sing together. And it's, it's like doing karaoke with your friend, except it's me through your phone. Well, if you out there uh, enjoy doing karaoke to cheesy pop songs from the 2010s, then you will love my account. Uh, give me a follow at Cookie Olafante. That's Cookie O-L-A-P-H-A-N-T-E. Welcome back. Hello. So now they're going out for the first time. This is big. This is night one. Hitting the town and we're getting the first kind of taste of the club scene. This is really like a big moment, which is why before the break, I said I would be annoyed if I were Sam or Mike. No, I do see your point. And I think that also the club scene kind of brings to light the second big theme of this episode, which is boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Who has one? Who doesn't? And how do you act at the club? And if you are a Jersey Shore fan, you know the like memification of the phrase you cheated. <laughs> right. And I think that it's starting to originate right here in episode two because they start saying Angelina cheated, even though technically she didn't. But that's kind of like the meme is that like if you did anything, you cheated. So they're like out at the club and who's got boyfriends, Jay Wow and Angelina and everyone else is single. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, Angelina is grinding and she's all over some guy. And Jenny, the other girl in a relationship, is all over Polly. They have like yep. mad sexual tension. Yep. <clears throat> and Vinny is out there dancing with anybody and everybody. And again, fat shaming really to the <laughs> forefront right now. His quote is that he'll dance with whoever. Fat, ugly, 45, doesn't matter. Which I just love that Vinny's version of like old... <laughs> is 45. Meanwhile, Polly was almost 30. He is 21. I get it. But even at 21, if I was going to like say old, I'd go with like 72. And then they show him sliding through the legs of a woman. Which is wild. Probably 52. <laughs> Something I love about this show is that when they're dancing in the club, it always looks so bizarre it's because ridiculous. they're playing, they're playing like royalty-free TV show background music over it. It's like, da -da 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 -da. but, but they're obviously dancing to something completely different here. Yes. I, have an, I have an example. This is what the music sounds like. And they're, <laughs> the, and they're at the club twerking and grinding. And it just looks so bizarre. That is so funny. So night one, they're at, the club and they actually do a like a pan view over the club name which is karma and it's the first advertisement we see for karma and i'm like is this foreshadowing because it's karma and there's these bitches cheating on their boyfriends is this foreshadow i think that was a very fun accident i think yes they i think the producers probably just had some type of deal with the owners of karma because yeah. karma was the main club throughout all the jersey seasons it was very it's an iconic like club Yes. Even if you've never been there. Yes. And the narrative is like Snooki saying, I just want a Guido. I just want to find a Guido. And Angelina and Jenny are like, we have boyfriends. But then all of a sudden, Wow is all up on Polly and Angelina is 
you know, cheating, whatever. But then Snooki hooks her own guy and she leaves with him and they're seen walking down the street, holding hands, which that's some of my favorite footage ever. Mm -hmm. Any episode is the leaving the club, walking down the street, holding hands footage, right? Yes, especially when it's Snooki and some guy because she's just so little and she's always like having to run to keep up with them. The way she moves is just funny. She honestly has such a cute and pretty face. And then she, like you said, she caricaturizes herself or she does the poof. She pushes her fucking tits up to her chin. She cakes on the bronzer and calls it a fucking day. And I don't, she is everything. And they're sitting up top. And I think I just sent you a TikTok clip of this. I love that it's coming up on my feed now. Like TikTok always knows where Mike was like trying to like, talk up Snooki like yeah you should whatever and the guy like really weirdly is like I think Mike has the right idea and Snooki's just like this is my friend he's my friend guys he's my friend (laughs) but Mike's on the right page (laughs) (laughs) he's so weird or like he was kind of cute in a weird way but also weird and awkward like here's this is when they first walked up I like this, uh, this little loft area here. I don't know what to say. <laughs> He's just I weird. don't know what to say. I'm living for the fact that you've pulled the clips that I keep mentioning. Like, are we are so in sync. I'm obsessed. I also like, here's what I wonder, because like a lot of the good content is when they come home for the club. And I know that there's drama that happens at the club, but it's half the reason like the producers tell them to go out. Is it for the drama that happens when they come back and they're drunk in the house? Because that's when the good stuff happens. Oh, absolutely. Even in just real life. I mean, the most tense moments are after a party when it's quiet you're still drunk but you're tired and all of a sudden you can hear yourself think again and maybe the alcohol is wearing off and you're starting to get that mm-hmm. same night hangover you know when you're up for yes. too long you start feeling a hangover you're delusional you're delusional nothing's you're, real you're tired and that's when i think emotions are heightened mm-hmm. things get messy speaking of messy uh we Jay get our w- first puke on camera oh my god that's right it, it was like he like projectile vomited it was not a cute way to puke and you can puke on tv like snooki behind the door not that bad this guy oh you there's no coming back from that but she takes care of him and she even walked him home what a gentlewoman this is such a show of her character she brings him up she's immediately like defensive when the cast is making fun of him and then he projectile vomits all over the deck and she's like no you're good it's fine i'll I'll get you home like she's such a sweetheart Uh, is she wearing his jacket or her own jacket when she's walking him home either way i live for it i don't think we we'll have to see but i don't think we ever hear from this guy again do we i don't think so that's not that's not her juice head um and that same night speaking of post-club drama well not drama post-club mistakes i should say jenny and Polly hook up mm. a little bit. A little bit. They don't like bit. smash, but she says the words, I just saw your penis. And we find out that Polly has a pierced penis. Oh my God. We talked we about this in my high school with my art teacher. <laughs> what? Your art teacher? We were talking about the fact that he has his penis pierced and she was talking with us in the conversation. And then like kind of some time went by. She like walked away. She came back and she kind of forgot what we were saying. And she was like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, the penis piercing. <laughs> for, for months. Actually, to this day, my friend Kelly and I still go, oh, the penis piercing. <laughs> 
I love cool teachers like that, though. The penis piercing is iconic, though, and it went all the way for us to be having this conversation in my fucking art class. So well, this is why this is why I love that. That's a great example of why I love this show so much, because it really was not just a show. It was a moment. It, it was. was. It was a before and after in pop culture. I mean, there was a clear shift in reality and TV programming after this and yep. pop culture. I, I, I hope that they realize how deeply influential they are. And they should be richer. I, I'll say it. They should all be richer. They're getting some royalties with Jersey Shore Family Vacation, for sure. Oh, no, I was going to say, not royalties. They probably get a stipend. But I know they get reality, something. Stars, reality stars don't get uh, money for replays. That's why the cast is not richer, because if they got money every time it played, they'd be triple their their money. But it plays on MTV all the time. Well, not as and much anymore. streaming but services and stuff. Yeah, you're they right. They don't get shit from that. That's unfortunate. So morning two, one of the first things that happens is Ron lets Angelina know that she was all over some dude last night. She may have kind of cheated a little. You cheated. You and looked she, at him, you cheated. And she, quote unquote, <laughs> doesn't remember. Yeah, right, girl. Okay, girl. Yeah, we've all, sure, sure. Oh, ba sure. So baby, it was on camera. We saw. So we have receipts, girl. You can't gaslight us because we saw. She said the words like it's fucking on. And then she walked away holding his hand. I'm sure nothing happened because they didn't show anything, but it was still not a good look. It wasn't. Um, speaking of not good looks, Vinny has pink eye and they they have this wonderful, <laughs> wonderfully realistic theory where when he went through the legs of a fat woman, <laughs> particles fell from her body onto his eye. And that must be why he got pink eye do you subscribe to this theory i don't know why you're saying it like that it sounds plausible to me you're right <laughs> i don't know why i questioned that's <laughs> obviously what happened clearly it's not the fact that that house is clearly filthy it's not the fact that they probably never clean that hot tub water that's definitely not it no it was the it, it was the middle-aged lady in the club it was definitely the woman fully clothed that he danced with definitely was the culprit. This, Either way, he does have to go to the doctor. This is one of those things where you have to, you have to remove your sort of cultural, like you have to look at it knowing it's offensive and just enjoy it for what it is. It is important, I think, to talk about the fact that like the late 90s, early 2000s were a toxic time. Yeah. For sure. And this is highlighted where, I mean, even the way that the girls dress with the low rise stuff and the sweetheart tops and tank tops and the kitten heels, it's very catered to like specific body types. They, I mean, there's clearly a standard that everybody's looking for. Even the men have a standard that these women want them to live up to. Mm -hmm. We're not agreeing with all of it, but like we've said before, this is an interesting ass character study. And you know what? And it was a time it, and this, cause I enjoy a lot of nineties and early two thousands trash, like old school, classic reality TV. And it is offensive. Like you watch it and there's offensive things happening, but it was a time and a place. It's a fact that happened. People talked like this. Oh God. I wonder if a lot of that was their inside jokes or if some of that was slang from in the area, like grenade and stuff like that. Did other people say that or was that just their thing? That, no, nobody. I, that wasn't like really a term outside of Jersey Shore language that I'm aware of, but they also like, I mean, they created a lot of pop culture language. So I think if anything, it was used more after the show, if even at all. I don't know. I've never heard somebody use that in real life. 
do you think they're aware of their influence? Like, I know they know they're famous, but do you think they know how deeply they've in fact impacted us all? Because like when I first started drinking and like, you know, like 16, 17 in high school at parties, I would literally like emulate their behaviors and their mannerisms. <laughs> I, I don't, I think that like, yes and no. I think they know they have a cultural impact, but I don't think it extends to like what you said, where like there were people who, who had them as their, their, their template. Yeah. And I mean, they get into this club scene and they're starting to create this. Like you're saying, how oh, this is how you acted. Like they're at the club and it's fist pumping, it's partying, it's it's dancing on people, it's grinding, it's cringy. I'll say that it's cringy. It's cringy. Um, I think there's someone to trashy in all of us. I think we all have an inner trashy person. And I think that's part of why the show was so successful, was because we could live vicariously. We could let them be trashy for us yeah and you get to kind of live through them so in the in the drama that happens at the club so jenny and paul this is night two jenny and paulie are kind of like at it again and she does a move that i'm honestly impressed by this iconic ass bitch decides to remove his shirt and then leave the club with it leaves with his shirt doesn't say a word to anyone just leaves with his shirt bitch what do you think the thinking behind that was i don't think there was i think that she panicked and was like what the fuck am i doing and she just left and i feel like she probably got halfway home before she even realized that she was holding his shirt and not her purse so she leaves and i said i said in our very first episode some of the themes throughout the entire the entire season, drama, fights, clubs, cops. And then we said smushing. And this is kind of like the first fight. And Polly, of all people, because I didn't think Polly was really the fighter. He says a really interesting line, which I'm going to fact check. Didn't do it before right now, but I'm going to do it. He says it only takes nine pounds of pressure to break a nose. Did you know this? Is that true? I, 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 I forgot know. you're right. I do remember him saying that, but I wonder if that's Cookie, true. do I look like the kind of girl who's broken somebody's nose before? And do I hope us... you say yes, actually. Oh, yeah. Of co- no, I was going to say no. no. I was going to say no. And do either of us look like the type that fact check ourselves? No. Nine pounds of pressure. I don't really know. Like, I, I feel like that could be a reasonable fact because I feel like noses are pretty fragile, right? Although sometimes people just say stuff. Like I remember one time hearing that like biting through a finger would be the same as biting through a carrot. Your brain just won't let you. I've but heard that, that too. Is that true? But anyways, and back to the plot. Have you ever gotten a fight like that? Like, have you ever, have you ever been in a fight? The closest thing that I've gotten into it was at the fucking Jersey Shore. Of course. The only time I've even been close to getting in a physical altercation, I was at a club in a bar, really, in Jersey. My one friend was either talking to, maybe hitting on some girl with a boyfriend. And then, like, all this stuff happened. I kind of got in the middle and was like, everyone just shut the fuck up and stop. And then this girl came over and was like, why do you need to get involved? I think her friend like must have either been watching or saw it happen. She like ran up and got in between us. This girl probably was going to kick my ass, to be honest. But I did think this girl was like, if they fight, it's going to turn ugly. And like, I'm just going to end this before it keeps, you know, happening. But they were they were Jersey girls. This is a, it was on brand. Jersey girl. There's something about those Jersey girls. I don't know. I don't know. Who even what's this fight? What even is this fight? Oh, OK. So oh, I'll tell you exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. also that same night, this is when we first start to get a little bit of Ron and Sam. Oh, yes. Time. And right in front of and seemingly on purpose in front of Mike, 
they're kissing on each other, grinding. And I don't think it was an accident that Mike was right in viewing. I think they were sending a message. And after they just read Mike for being a dick and bringing home other people. Listen, I knew Sammy and Ron were going to happen. I even though they're a disaster, I wanted it to happen. But are they in the right here? Uh, I mean, like, was Mike in the right? No. But are they any better? They did the same thing, but worse because because Ron's a roommate. Well, and this is where Mike goes in a direction that I myself might not have gone. And he goes and confronts them. Yeah. Making it very clear that his feelings are hurt, literally flipping them off as he walks away. He's making no secret of the fact that he is hurt. And then I think the fight kind of happens to your point because of that, because then he says, that guy looked at me weird. <laughs> he's, he's mad, so he lashes out at some guy. That, I feel like, is such, like, that's such a man thing to do. Get rejected by a woman and go take it out on some other random dude. Right? And then they get kicked out, and they're walking home, and they realize there's three girls walking behind them, so they just go, hey, y'all want to come with us? And they do. And they do, Cookie. They just go. Do you think it's because the cameras again? Because I'm not, that's that's the point where I'm not following some random ass guys home. And I hate, you know, I hate to admit it not to like, you know, you want to think of it as being all real and organic, but I'm sure there was some producers pulling aside going, hey, we're making this show. It's going to be really cool. You're going to be on TV. Follow them. Like very bad. So they go back and they're of course in the hot tub because what night doesn't end in the hot tub? What else? And that's when Angelina does really show off her cock block. Uh, you know, she takes that to like a extreme level, and she's proud of it. Yeah, she has- is she salty? Like I don't get it. I am a black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. She's proud of it. Why though? You don't want your friends to get laid. It's not like she's trying to hook up with any of them. She's a fucking boyfriend. And she goes and cock blocks and Mike follows her back into the house, annoyed. She also slut shames in a way that like really didn't age well. Yeah. Can I, can I quote her, even though it's like a horrible thing? Mm -hmm. This was actually shocking to me. Uh, This is me criticizing. And like, I love you, Angelina. I do. I know that you're not going to back up this sentence today. I know. So she says the phrase, if a girl is a slut, she deserves to be abused. (gasps) What? I was that That's was an awful thing to say. That was the thing where some of the <sighs> things they say are offensive, but it's like, stop it. But this that is was like, bad. That wasn't right. some light body shaming. That was really dark. That that put that crossed the line for me. Not only did it not age well, I don't think that was appropriate then either. Like that's not I don't think no, that was I don't think okay that was say. I agree. I agree. That was I, she's already starting to paint herself as the villain by saying things like that, right. by cock blocking, by being the one that's yelling at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a good look, but she not long after does say one of the funniest things she's ever said in her history on the show. Say it. Michael, go upstairs to your whores and have fun. <laughs> go upstairs to your whores. Go upstairs. Upstairs to your whores and have fun. <laughs> Okay, so what? How does that, how does this episode end? Well, so it ends with Mike and Sam really confronting each other and and laying it all out. And Sam has this very like, mm-hmm, yep, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. Mike is bothered. He's visibly. bothered, and Ronnie is living for it and joining in. It's okay. Who's in the right? Honestly, nobody, because Mike was a dick and then Sammy was a dick. So nobody's right. But in this moment, 
it's not right, but I love the fact that Sammy's saying these digs at Mike and then Ronnie's behind him, like laughing and like egging her on. <laughs> and you can kind of see their bond because he's like being playful. I it's I know it's bad, but I like I kind of love it. It is kind of sad that they're kind of joining up and I know poor Mike, but I will say Mike was a little pathetic. Yeah. Little pathetic. I, I actually have a clip because it's just the way he was talking. It's like, oh baby, go upstairs. Go upstairs. Stop talking. Feeling hey, Lonnie. Yeah, yo, you was feeling me? You was holding my hand the whole time at the boardwalk? What was that? All right, Bro. whatever. I actually liked you too. Lonnie's hot. I'm attracted. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Have fun. Thank you. Oh my God, this is this is the clip that we're gonna act out. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but I totally agree. Like, Mike, why are you showing all your cards like that? And I, I mean, his feelings were hurt, but and this, is, this is why the episode's called the tanned triangle. And at this point, the the people who've hooked up in the house, you best believe I'm going to keep a list. I'm going to make a own. I'm going to chart it out. L word <laughs> style. So right now, Sammy and Mike have kissed. Sammy and Ronnie have kissed and Polly and Jenny have kissed. Mm-hmm. No smashing, but a lot of drama just around the kissing. Do you have any other thoughts before we pull out our act? our acting skills. No, I'll just say this episode was the beginning of a very long and toxic relationship. And really this episode sort of sets up the foundation for the rest of the series. I mean, a lot of stuff happens here and there, but the main story from first season to the end of the last season is Ron and Sam. I agree. I can't wait to dissect their relationship because I just feel like there's things that we're going to relate to. There's things that we're going to be like, how can you have let that been okay? But I feel like it was honestly really real. And Mm -hmm. as much as they were not meant for each other, people can relate to relationships that were toxic like this. I'm really excited to dissect it. I don't know. Me too. All right. So do you want to be, do you want to be Mike or do you want to be Sammy in this reenactment? Can I be Sammy this time? absolutely so the scene starts just to set the scene that mike's first talking to angelina and then him and sammy go at it so ready okay go your girlfriend over here hooked up with my boy and she was feeling me the whole time really because i was fucking feeling ronnie too yo you was feeling me and you was holding my hand the whole time at the bar what was that all right whatever i actually liked you too ronnie's fucking hot i'm attracted do your thing do your thing have fun. Thank you. <laughs> Again, I don't do I don't do a Jersey accent. I don't do a Jersey accent, but I can do a little vocal fry. I think mine's pretty exaggerated, so I don't know how accurate it is, but I'm having fun with it. Well, that was it. I can't wait to watch more episodes and keep going. This is so fun. I'm so happy we're doing this. Me too. This was excellent. If you're having as much fun as us, please, what you can do is leave us reviews, like us, promote us, tag us. We'll repost you everything. Do it, please. And make sure to follow us on social media. My personal social media is at Cookie Olafonte on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm Gina Finio on Instagram at Bisexual Gina on TikTok. And you can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. Oh, I have a website too. Songs by Cookie. I have my music Get there. Get all of Cookie's merch. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We'll be here next time to dive into episode three. You know there's more drama ahead. So stay with us. Um, goodbye. Goodbye. Um, hello. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Get crazy. Get wild. Let's Get loud. If 
wanna have fun and do something. If you wanna have fun and do something. Get crazy, get wild. Let's party, get loud. If you wanna have fun and do something. If you wanna have fun and do something. <laughs> 